Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. How I knew you were the one for me was because you were the first person <laughs> that ever forced me to see someone else's perspective. You forced me to see someone else's perception. You forced me to see someone else's point of view. That was hard. That, w- that was one of my <laughs> challenges with you. Let's <laughs> get it. Shannon on the shirt. Tupac on mine. I really got to get a shirt with you on it. Yeah, I know. Let's see how it is. <laughs> well, <laughs> what's up, guys? Welcome back to Who Can Relate? Uh, a little twist here. This is going to be a new um, segment series into Who Can Relate. I'm not sure what I'm going to call it yet, but basically it is my wife and I on the couch Home series. Home series. Okay. Who can relate home series? I like it. And um, we're going to be talking about all things our relationship, our past experiences while single, and also our past experiences while, you know, earlier stages on in our marriage and in our relationship as well. And yeah, so you guys know me. If you remember my better half, my beautiful better half. I was gonna say that in a tongue twister, and then this is uh, Playa. Yeah, he's charging us by the hour, so we gotta hurry yeah. up. This is Chicago. Okay, so we're gonna kick off this home series, this segment, with how we knew we were the one for each other, honey. <laughs> I was like, I'm still trying to figure that out. I'm yeah, just kidding. you are the one, babe. Keeping your receipts. <laughs> You always say that about me, but all right. So let's uh, let's kick it off. What yeah, you got? Yeah, I think for me, when I knew that you were the one, and I kind of touch on this in my vows, is you were the first guy that I've ever felt so challenged mm. and inspired to love at the <laughs> same time. I was gonna say you'd think it'd be the opposite, like. You were the one who challenged me the most, and that's why you're my ex. You know? <laughs> like, no, I feel like you know it's a, a good challenge is, is a good thing. Like when someone, yeah. when you're in, when you're in a relationship that kind of forces you to look at yourself in the mirror, yeah. you're in a good relationship. Yeah. Um, a lot of people see that as a negative thing though. Yeah. So there's healthy, they're afraid to look at themselves because they're afraid yeah. to, to, to dissect their flaws and, and have to work on them. Totally. So what you're saying is there's, there's a difference between like, negative challenges and healthy challenges. Absolutely. Right. So I was a healthy challenge for you. Is that what Mm -hmm. you're saying? Okay. So I'll piggyback off of that because, um, that's actually something I I tell a lot of our friends and a lot of people who are um, interested in our relationship is I always say, 
you know, thankfully, Shay was able to hold that space for me. Mm-hmm. You know, she was able to be patient enough to, um, you know, allow me to get my stuff together, mm-hmm. you know, to really um, work out my patterns, work out my triggers. So luckily, you were able to hold that space. It mm-hmm. says a lot about you. And a lot of people can't do that. No. So let's say there's someone out there who is struggling with, you know, the waiting game. Like, girl, I'm trying. But he is just either taking too long or I'm, I'm, I'm at my last, you know. I think you have to definitely see something in someone in order to have that space for yeah. them. I think with you, it was definitely challenging. Um, but how did you know that? I was going to be that healthy distract or healthy challenge. How did you know that, you know, like you could see the potential in somebody, but that doesn't mean that they're going to live up to that potential. No. So how did you have that faith? I think like anything in life, you definitely take some somewhat of a risk. Mm-hmm. And I think that for me with you, I saw potential. I saw your your light of awareness turning on Mm -hmm. and i saw that you wanted to make a change and be different and and i think without that it i don't know that i would have been able to move forward there was a lot of times Mm -hmm. where we would have disagreements and i was frustrated and i would give you your space and i'm like if if he can't come correct i'm not even going to continue yeah but you would you would come correct yeah, well, thankfully, um, and, I, and I think if I can just help, you know, the women listening as to how did I come correct. I, Sorry. It's my wife's phone rings. <laughs> maybe you should go in. Do not disturb, honey. I know, maybe I should, but I do, you know. I this is our home series, you could tell. We're <laughs> very, very laid back here. Cell phone's ringing. I'm still on the clock. <laughs> drinking, you know, green juice. Um, but no, to, to help the people out. I knew that deep down I needed to make changes. Mm-hmm. And as I said many times before on this show, that you were kind of the catalyst and, and a huge motivation for me, like the light at the end of the tunnel for me to want to make that change. Mm-hmm. And again, I always specify and try to clarify. I didn't necessarily change for you. Mm-hmm. I knew I was changing for myself and that you were like the cherry on top. You were like the mm-hmm. bonus, you know, you were like, oh man, and I get to have the woman that I've dreamed about mm-hmm. and manifested like even better, even more of a reason, mm-hmm. right? But I think ultimately for the guys out there listening and watching, you guys have to change for yourself first and foremost. Don't ever change for anybody else Mm-mm. because let's say, let's say I changed for you, right? So guys, if, I, if, I, if I'm over here changing for Shay and let's say, God forbid, Shay and I don't work out. The person I changed to become that makes sense for her may not make sense for the next girl. Not only that, but there's, there's, you lose the authenticity. Yeah, you lose that. And I think that for me, I would have, like, you are who you are when no one's looking. I Mm -hmm. always say that. And Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're changing for me, you're only going to be that person in front of me. Yeah. But behind closed doors, you're still going to be you. So you have to change for yourself because you want to be that person, whether you're in front of everyone or, or you're changing for that person, or it's Mm -hmm. completely who you are choosing to be behind closed doors when no one's looking. Yes. And that's the change that's going to be sustainable, Mm -hmm. you know, because again, if, if you changed for me or I changed for you, that's not going to last because I'm just like guessing as I go along, Mm -hmm. you know, if I make the, to the core necessary change, like in my soul Mm -hmm. change, 
whether it's you or someone else, yeah. I know I changed, you know, for, for what I needed to get my stuff together with. Now it's like customizing and catering it to you and, and uplifting you and loving you the way you need and, mm-hmm. and want to be loved, right? Yeah. And another thing, when you change for somebody, you risk the possibility of building up resentment for right. that change. Talk about it, babe. So um, even it, I, it's definitely important just to stay true to yourself and change for yourself. So that way you don't build up that resentment towards the other person because you're like, well, I'm, ch- I'm this person, you know, I'm changing for you. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to help you out a little bit. Make sure the people, oh, try that. Is it going to just go down now? <laughs> no, it's not going to go. Right? <laughs> <laughs> It's going to hold up strong, honey, as long as you need it to. You know good, what I'm saying? Good. Okay. So, so just recapping like how you knew I was the one for you, just to bullet point it a little bit more clear. What, what would you say are some of the top things? I would say you were the first one that mm. made me kind of look at myself. Mm. Um, mm. You challenged me to mm. dig deeper within mm-hmm. and... And just just inspired me also to like mm. love and be better and just really, you know. So let's talk about, let's dive into that because that, that's really important. Because mm-hmm. I think, again, like my initial reaction right now was like, well, you know, when you said challenge, I was like, a lot of people are like, girl, he's, he's too challenging. Like, I'm out, <laughs> you know, because I think a lot of people are afraid to take that hard look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You were like, it's time. So, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, right? Because the way you were in past relationships, right? Like how you used to date and how you used to be a girlfriend before, as as you said, unpack it now, but how you used to say, I never really dated with the intention of like Mm -hmm. a long-term idea of it. There was definitely a period in my life where I was at one point in a very long relationship. And when I got out of that, I, as much as I love being in a relationship and I love love, I was very selective of who I even got to a point of calling my boyfriend. Like, mm. like when I saw somebody as my boyfriend, I was like future husband. Yeah. I was already looking at them as that aspect. So if I couldn't put you in that category, I mm. wouldn't even go down the road of calling you my boyfriend. But you would still be in but a I would relationship? Still, I would still, yeah, I would huh. still date. Like there was people that I would date for long periods of time, but I just wouldn't title it because I felt like with that title came so much more. But what did the and guy think throughout this? I mean, I had a, a <laughs> particular guy tell me I have a very we- weird way of dating, but yeah. it was something that for me at that time, I just, you know, I, I don't think I had the awareness that I was doing okay, that for okay. like, I... I hadn't gotten to the point where I was digging deeper in myself of like, why, why do I not want to right. title this? What are my fears and right. triggers behind that? And okay. I think it was just, I was afraid to get that close to somebody again. So yeah. I found ways to protect myself, whether it was dating the wrong person or dating guys that I knew I couldn't get to that level with. Yeah. Um, or not titling the relationship and just kind of making it as casual as I possibly can to 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 control it in the ways that I was able to control it. Okay. I'm I'm processing it. I'm, <laughs> I'm kinda thinking I'm just then letting it marinate. I have some follow up questions to that. Okay. Did you date that way because you didn't want to really work on yourself? Like it was a distraction for yourself? I think I wasn't aware of my fears at that time. I think, I think I had a lot of fears at that time, but I just wasn't aware enough to recognize like what they were. Did I make you become aware? 
Um, I actually started my journey years before you. And Mm -hmm. um, so I knew I did then get to a point where I knew that I was still afraid to be in, not that I was afraid to be in a relationship, but I just wanted to, I was very selective with who I was going to give that part of myself to. Okay. So there's literally like maybe two guys in my whole entire life that I've given myself my all to. And one was like the very first relationship I was in, but that doesn't say a lot because I was so young. Yeah. And then there's you. So. Okay. I got, so you're kind of still like learning as you go then it kind of sounds like, right? Because your last serious relationship, the other guy you Mm -hmm. gave your all to, you were really young. You were a totally different person young. than you are today. Yeah. So do you think you're kind of going with the flow and, and going as you, uh, learning as you go kind of thing? Probably. I mean, there was a lot of things that when you and I started dating that I kind of, you know, like became aware of that I yeah. didn't know. Mm. Yeah. Whether it was triggers, but because I have done so much work prior to you coming along, I was ready mm-hmm. to to identify that mm-hmm. whereas to before I never even identified it I would just check out or mm-hmm. you know so what was it with me that made you want to start identifying it made you want to for me to be the guy you would give your all to yeah. well it was even before you I knew I was now at a place to find somebody to mm. give that part of myself to to okay. the point where I stopped dating mm. prior to you where I was like no longer dating casually I was now dating like where is my husband right So here comes my, that's why, you know, going back to the first time I saw your Instagram and I'm scrolling through the photos and I see your towel dropping photo that I, I was like, yeah, that's not my husband. Cause I was in that place. Let's talk about that for a second. (laughs) Cause I'm I'm tired of you saying that. Okay. Full, full, uh, here's your context. Okay. So Shay and I met on Instagram. And she's doing her research and scrolling through my page of the, say, 400 photos. You pick the one that you're like, "Mm, see, this is why. The 399 are okay. Great guy. Seems like he looks like a great father. Got a good relationship with his mom. Good relationship with his family. But that one photo where he's modeling, which is my profession, and I had only a blanket on. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> about to fall off disclaimer and you're like see this he's not my husband and i bring that up because i feel like there's a lot of girls and guys out there because i was definitely one of them that mm-hmm. i was like looking for the any and one thing that i'm like see this is why i had to put my finger on something mm-hmm. i would do that because i was scared okay because i was like you know be careful what you wish for kind of thing mm-hmm. but i when i met you I, I was the opposite i wasn't ready you know, I, I had just started my journey mm-hmm. of doing the work. Yeah. So I remember thinking like, like she is her, but I don't know if I'm, if I'm ready yet because I know what she's mm-hmm. going to be worth. I know what her value is. I know what she deserves. I don't know if I have the capability today to give that, which is why I was always transparent with you and saying all of the above to you mm-hmm. from jump. Mm-hmm. But again, for the, for the people out there who are so picky, mm-hmm. you know, like, Okay, let's let's this is not in the script, but let's go into it. It's home series. <laughs> you weren't too fond of dating someone who had kids. Yeah. You know, so it's like even stuff like that where you have this perfect list of like he has to be this, he has mm-hmm. to it's like how did you kind of let go mm-hmm. of that list a little bit? Well, prior to even meeting you, I had already gotten to a point where I was opening myself up to 
How do you do that? That I normally wasn't either A, attracted to. I mm-hmm. dated people that I was like initially not even attracted to, but mm-hmm. they had something about them that was special. And even that, like before my list, like was like, okay, they got to be of this height. They mm-hmm. have to like not have kids, have yeah. never been married mm-hmm. and all these other things. But I got to a point where I was like, okay, I have to just be open. Sure. I can't have like, obviously you're going to have hard no's. Right. It, when it comes to like the connection and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But there was some things that I'm like, I have to be open to. And, and I, and I opened myself up to that. So as mm-hmm. much as I'm like, not my husband, I still opened myself up to, yeah. you know, because one of my things was I never wanted to date somebody in like that kind of industry. Right, um, right. I've been there, done that, don't want to do it again. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, but as much as I was like, that's not my husband, I still allowed you that opportunity to show Mm -hmm. me who you are behind the towel dropping photo (laughs) right and i and correct me if i'm wrong but one of the things i always told you about my profession and i tell everybody is oh go ahead it's not who you are right what else i forgot it's not who i am it's what i do oh yeah it's not who you are it's what you do and um you know to me modeling is just something that pays the bills Mm -hmm. allows me to have a really nice comfortable lifestyle um i don't have to work every day so on and so forth so but it's just what I do. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there because I'm sure there's a lot of women, especially who I think are more particular sometimes than men when it comes to really settling down. Um, you got to be more open. You, you mm-hmm. got to, you know, let go of the reins a little bit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's no such thing as a perfect no. guy. There's no such thing as a perfect no. girl. It's all subjective. It's too. all. Yeah, exactly. And, and that has a lot to do with what you were accustomed to and used mm-hmm. to and, you know, so on and so forth. It's a whole nother episode. But getting back to the topic at hand. Yeah. So I definitely, I, you know, years before you, that's part of the work that I did was yeah. I, I opened myself up to things that I would normally close myself up, off to mm-hmm. kids, another thing. Yeah. So that's recapping for you, how you knew I was the one. Okay. I saw so much potential. Okay. Well, luckily I lived up to that yeah, potential because yeah, I, I feel like a lot of these girls are like, yeah, lucky for you. But most of the time guys don't. Mm-hmm. And that's why I always I always say, like, you know, people will show you who they are. Mm-hmm. It's up to you whether or not you want to believe them, mm-hmm. you know. So um, I'm happy that you uh, took a bet and a risk <laughs> on your boy and, and, and I delivered. I was a little desperate. I'm just kidding. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> just kidding, babe. You're perfect. <laughs> okay, so my turn. Um, how I knew. How did you know I was the one? Yeah. I knew very early on. I knew way early on before you did. Um, and I always tell the story about how you took care of me mm-hmm. at that time in Hawaii. Um, and that, I think, now that I've, I've, you know, we've been together for three plus years, obviously there's more levels to it. Mm-hmm. That was like the first thing that I really was like, oh, I think I can trust her with everything, mm-hmm. you know, and then. Um, I always said that the definition of love before I met you, the definition of love for me was if I can trust you, not with infidelity Mm -hmm. so much, but just like if I can trust you, like Mm -hmm. I have abandonment issues. Mm -hmm. So can I trust you that you're not going to leave me? Can I trust you that when I'm sick, you can take care of me? Can I trust you that if something were to happen to me, you know, my daughter is going to be okay kind of thing, you know, Mm -hmm. so that trust for me means way more than like, are you going to cheat on me? Yeah. Past the Hawaii thing and into our relationship, especially in the bad times, how I knew you were the one for me was because you were the first person <laughs> that 
ever forced me to see someone else's perspective. Hmm. You forced me to see someone else's perception. You forced me to see someone else's point of view. That was hard. That, w- that was one of my <laughs> challenges with you. <laughs> and I, I just remember thinking like, I really want this to work. I'm, I'm really going to try. And so all of that equates to you were worth the fight to me. Mm-hmm. Like I was going to fight to the death, not at you, but with you, you know, like we were going to get through this together. I'm going to mm-hmm. do my part to really make sure I'm doing my part. And I knew I can trust mm-hmm. that you were going to do the same for me. So yeah. I knew you were the one when I started rethinking a lot of things. I started changing my old patterns. I started mm-hmm. changing my old ways. I started to become more and more aware of the work that I needed to do. Again, you were the light at the end of my tunnel. I was already on that journey of me wanting to change for the better, mm-hmm. the, to become the best version of myself. And then I met you and it was just like, oh man, like this is the perfect time, if not now, when. Mm-hmm. So I knew you were the one because I knew you were worth fighting for. Mm. You were worth me ultimately changing who I needed to be in a relationship for. And more importantly, if you guys remember anything from this, remember this. I knew you deserved the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. What I mean when I say that is, it's not to say I didn't give the best version of myself in past relationships. But I also knew I didn't live up to my full potential. I knew I was just kind of getting by, whether it's because of my looks, because mm-hmm. of my mouthpiece, because of the lifestyle I had. Or I knew I could, I knew I could finagle my mm-hmm. way. I didn't really have to actually try. Yeah. With you, I was like, it doesn't matter how I look. It doesn't matter how well I can speak. It doesn't matter what my lifestyle is. Mm-hmm. None of that matters. Mm-hmm. Like this girl is going to expose me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I got to get to work. And I was mm-hmm. like, now is the time. Like, I'm going to really put it all on the line for mm-hmm. her. Me. Does that Thank make more you. sense? Yes. Do you have anything I, to say? No. I, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I think that it, my comment came off of, I think, something you posted. And I was like, I. It was the uh, Sarah episode. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you, I forgot what the exact quote of what you said was um, I, I knew she was the one because mm-hmm. she was the one that I wanted to give. She deserved the best version of myself. Yeah, and yeah. I feel, so for me, I feel like you should always be the best version of yourself, whether someone deserves it or not. not right. Or not because someone deserves mm-hmm. it or not, but because that's just who you are behind closed exactly, doors exactly. when no one's looking. Sure. Going back to my... But you gave the best version of, your, uh, best version of yourself to the first guy you gave all of yourself to, right? Mm-hmm. But that version of yourself some 10 plus years ago is not going to be the best version of yourself today. Absolutely. No, because you grow and you that's, evolve. That's my point. Yeah. So all the growth and evolving that I had done when I was 30 and I met mm-hmm. you, that's what I mean. I was like, oh, so now I have this. I'm going to take it to another level. And she deserves that. But what I think, and we can touch on this, what I think happened is you got to, there's also a, a point that people get to where mm-hmm. they they have the awareness, but then there needs to be with the awareness is the effort, the action and the action. Exactly. Consistently. And so when you were in your last relationship, you, you got to a point where you now became, you started to become aware, whether it was fully or halfway or whatever, you started to become aware, but you didn't want to put in that work for her at that time. Yeah. 
because it was easier and we've talked about this before Mm -hmm. it was easier for you to highlight the negative stuff about her to help her work on her self versus you being able to like walk yourself into a mirror and and point the finger at yourself for sure i'm gonna give you why do you think you did that first i'm gonna give you some love with some light hold on (laughs) am i losing my my glow get you set up babe um home series this is first of all this is great we got the tallest windows i am i am so relaxed i'm just like if something goes off it goes off (laughs) it's just like this is great okay we we also live next to a fire station so luckily no now that you jinxed it it'll happen um repeat the question please um so why do you think that although you started to become aware in your last relationship you Mm -hmm. weren't putting in the work and you weren't looking at yourself in the mirror like okay i need to change were you already checked out at that point two yeah two reasons so one yes i was already checked out and i knew again like i wasn't going to not waste the best version of myself that i knew i could give but i knew she wasn't it for me so Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm kind of wasting my time and her time moving forward because i'm I'm ready Mm -hmm. to go you know kind of thing but the second thing i think is because i could still get away with all my distractions Mm -hmm. you know my um trying to think manipulating (laughs) my manipulating gaslighting here you go this is Mm -hmm. jd package i i knew i could get away with that with her Mm -hmm. so i was like i'm just gonna keep doing it because it's easy i don't have to put the work in i don't have to look in the mirror again with you i knew you you like well, you did try to get away with some of oh, that yeah. stuff with me in the beginning. Early so. on, I definitely did. Yeah. I was taking the same me yeah. into a new relationship, expecting mm-hmm. a new result. And that's what I'm saying. When you would check me time after time, I was like, okay. It was, it was almost like you like took my hand, walked me to the mirror, mm-hmm. and was like, take a hard look at yourself. Mm-hmm. Stay here until you figure it out. I'm going to be in the other room mm-hmm. waiting for you. Like if I could use that mm-hmm. kind of metaphor, because that's kind of how I felt. What do you think it takes from for a man to get to to mm. although the women is walking him to the mirror what do you think it takes from a man to actually do the work at that point he has to want to he has to want to for uh, himself or for the relationship or both he may think initially it's for the relationship but he needs to be very clear that it's for himself because the better he is for himself the better he will be in relationship right yeah. so he has to want to and even if he does want to, I'll take it a step further and doesn't know how, mm-hmm. right? Don't revert back to your old ways. Don't get frustrated. Don't quit. Don't mm-hmm. give up, right? Because again, you're just going to keep repeating this, this same bad pattern because mm-hmm. clearly it's not working for you. Um, so he's got to be consistent with the work, mm-hmm. you know, like just because we're married doesn't mean the work stops oh, for no. me, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's a different kind of work, mm-hmm. but it's still work. Yeah. In fact, it's probably harder. Because in the past, when I would date or be in a serious relationship, I always knew or felt at least that the girl I was with, no matter who it was besides you, mm-hmm. they were replaceable. Hmm. You know, that's funny that you say that because for a very long time in the beginning of our relationship, I always felt that I was just somebody that was being placed into your ideal life where mm-hmm. you had like, you already had your life figured out and your, your whole like... Mm-hmm. Where it was like, okay, I'm going to get this wife. I'm going to have these two kids, boy and girl. Here are their names. And we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And and here comes me. And it's like, 
I was just like placed in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where I never, for a long time, I didn't feel like it was something that you wanted with me, but you more so just wanted that life and anybody that would have came along, it could have Mm -hmm. been a different person. I could have been a different person. Mm -hmm. You would have put that person in that place. Yeah. And it took me a while to really learn where that was coming from within you. Mm -hmm. And, and, and then also to really feel that it wasn't what I thought it was. So let me ask you a question with kind of your question. Why do you think I was like that? Why do you think I had that mentality of just, oh, I'm going to have these kids. I'm going to live here. I'm going to do this. Insert wife. Why do you think I had that? Because you didn't have it growing up. I'm going to respectfully correct you. Okay. That has something to do with it. But the main thing was, is I was a crazy control freak. Mm-hmm. I wasn't I willing. I could see that, yeah. <laughs> I could definitely see that. And I should have probably answered with that. <laughs> I was trying to be nice on your show. Yeah, no, it's, honey, this is our, our series, no. love. I, I could see that. I could see yeah. it being a control thing because I did mm-hmm. very much, you know, I would talk to a lot of my friends about it and yeah. and it felt like everything was on your time. Mm-hmm. Everything was on my it, terms, on your terms. It didn't yeah. feel in the beginning. It didn't feel organic. It mm-hmm. felt like it was you already had the idea of what it was going to be and that's yeah. what it was going to be. That's what I wanted to happen. <laughs> you know, that, that, I'm being honest. That, that's how I wanted it to happen back then. I mean, remember like when we first talked, um, I feel like we've told this story a million times. Mm-hmm. We can have a whole episode about like yeah. the first time we actually talked because yeah. it's pretty wild. But just to, just to dive into it really quick, our very first conversation was six hours. Mm-hmm. And what was I talking about on that, on that call? Just all the plans that you had. And Would I was like, you move to Chicago? Where? <laughs> how many kids do you want? And yeah. it was very, um, as a matter of fact, to the point yeah. of was, what you were looking for. Yeah, very black and white. And it's kind of like, if you didn't want to move to Chicago, mm-hmm. if you didn't want to have this amount of kids, if you weren't okay with doing things the way I'm comfortable mm-hmm. doing them, it wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. That's who I used to be. Yeah. Fast forward to today. And, and actually, I shouldn't even say fast forward because... God, the amount of work that went into that fast forward. Mm -hmm. I realized one thing, and I first heard it from Esther Perel. You were either going to be right all the time or you're going to be married. And happy. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that makes total sense. Because I was always, quote unquote, right all the time in Mm -hmm. my relationships. But I wasn't in a happy, successful relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, and insert now marriage, I'm like, Oh man. Okay. Like it's not even that, you know, I don't care to be right. It's not even about that, but you and I have something that I would love everyone to know, which is it's not about who's right or wrong. Mm-mm. It's about what is right or wrong for our mm-hmm. marriage at the time, our relationship. Yeah. That is easier said than done, depending on the, the ego that you have. Especially when you're in the moment of chaos and totally. fighting and yeah. the flames are on on each side and yeah. it's hard to recognize that because everybody wants, everybody naturally gets defensive. And they get defensive because the triggers from their mm-hmm. past. And right? they're not aware. So for you and I. Of that. Exactly. So for you and I, that was a big part of our relationship early on, right? Mm-hmm. It, you and I have a very much so like independent I want you, but I don't need you personality. Mm-hmm. So because of that, when we would disagree, we would actually pull apart and like mm-hmm. be like all systems into defense mode. Oh, yeah. You're not cracking this wall yeah. kind of thing, you know? And as our uh, our marital therapist told us, 
you guys need to work on coming together mm-hmm. as opposed to going apart when mm-hmm. you fight. But that is so much easier said than done because oh, my yeah. whole life, if if I feel attacked, I'm out. I don't even have to have a conversation. I'm just going to mm-hmm. cut you off. Mm-hmm. That's me. You work. Well, go ahead. You can speak. I feel like I, yeah, I feel like I, I'm kind of the same, but we, you know, you get loud and I get quiet. Yeah. Um. So that's where we're different. But as far as like whenever I felt like something was so challenging or I wasn't, you know, what you just said, I, I would be easy to just shut Check down yeah. and cut a person off and mm-hmm. can go about my day and like, right. you know, just so, be like, oh. and with that, like what, what's the, how does, how do things get exactly. resolved? You know? So that, <laughs> that was definitely a learning curve mm-hmm. for us, you know, but then again, like I said, you know, I remember thinking you are the one to fight for. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. You, you are the one that I'm like, this is what I used to do. And mm-hmm. it obviously got me in the situation I was in, which was single constantly time mm-hmm. after time. I'm like, I have to switch it up, mm-hmm. you know, but again, it's way easier because if between my ego and maybe someone's mm-hmm. pride, luckily f- you are very selfless. You are very forgiving. You are very patient, mm-hmm. which is the only reason why this probably yeah. works. It's because you are all three of those things. Because and aware, not just of myself, but yeah. I... I became aware of you Mm. and your triggers. And I think that's also very important to do when you're with somebody um, in any kind of relationship, whether it's like even your own, if you have like some sort of um, negative relationship, even Mm. with a parent, I think it's, it's important to understand where your mom or dad comes from and why they could be the way that they are because it gives you more insight. So I think that's what I did with you is I, Mm. I not only was aware of things about myself but I became aware of things about you whether it was you know having conversations with your mom and just learning more deeper into your your root of your childhood and Mm -hmm. same with you and see what triggers you yeah and I think for me um the hardest thing in the beginning was you had so much hurt and anger inside of you Mm -hmm. and some of your reasons at the time that I felt like you carried all this childhood trauma I felt like they were so minimal compared to what a lot of other people went through and and that was hard for me to realize that um you know I didn't want to dismiss your feelings or how you Mm -hmm. felt but I did feel that they were like I felt like you were choosing to focus on such little things and make them bigger than what they were Mm -hmm. and I think what I learned in this relationship with you is it doesn't matter what somebody goes through and how small it may seem to you it's how it affected them Mm -hmm. and and I think I saw that there were certain things in your childhood that really affected you and you were carrying through into, you know, your adult years. Yeah. And I have to, I have to recognize that and I have to respect it and, mm-hmm. and create a level of understanding behind it because that's only going to help us. I have to take a moment here because the fact that you understood that and understand that not only does it mean the world to me, it definitely did then, and it, and it, God help us, it does now. <laughs> but for everyone out there, like, that's the perfect answer for why we knew we were the ones for each mm-hmm. other. I think everyone just wants a quick, like, well, this is why, and then this is why, mm-hmm. happily ever after. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. Like, my wife is telling you, she dug deep into my childhood before I dug deep into my childhood. You understood things about me that I felt but couldn't articulate. You know, mm-hmm. like, 
this is why we're we're married. This is why you're the one. Mm-hmm. Like I sh- we should have just let's just redo this and let me ask it again. <laughs> you give that answer. But this is exactly why it is not a plug and play system mm-hmm. like I thought it was. That's a never ending thing that you have to do when you're in a relationship because you're you and your partner hopefully are constantly evolving exactly. into a better version of yourself every day. So yeah. every day you want to relearn. Mm-hmm things about your partner and I think that's also that's what keeps a relationship alive too totally I mean it's never going to be boring yeah (laughs) that's for sure I think the other important thing to touch on is that you know as as we talked to one of our friends earlier this morning try to help her out with some stuff um you know I one of the pieces of advice I gave her and we we try this is you want to learn how to fight Mm -hmm. with your person and I don't, mm-hmm. fight is like maybe the wrong word, but for lack of a better word, I don't mean it in a negative way. I just mean like you're going to fight. You're it's going, inevitable that yeah. you are going to come to a crossroad yeah. with your significant other. Yeah. And it's when you come to that crossroad, how you guys can cross that road exactly. together. Say that again. <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. It's when you come to that crossroad, how you can cross that road together. Mm. Is what is exactly. going to show you. And that's the thing. So I think for us, it's like there's times where you grab my hand and you're mm-hmm. like, let's cross this road together. There's times I grab your hand. I'm like, you know, I got you. Let's cross this road together. But that takes time. Mm-hmm. That takes arguments, disagreements, fight to, fights to learn that mm-hmm. about that person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that ties it all beautifully together when I say I knew you were the one worth fighting for Mm -hmm. and with you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying so um i think it's very important that people understand that like learn how your person fights learn Mm -hmm. how they want to be communicated to with um and also just learn how they need and want to receive messages like so you touched Mm -hmm. on earlier like i get loud Mm -hmm. right and it's not like i don't mean to yell i'm just a very passionate person about sports about anything i care about okay mm-hmm. like to the point where like you know that if if i don't show anything you're like uh-oh you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. he's either really pissed or really checked out or if i'm like we need to fix this you're like okay mm-hmm. cool like he's you know engaged in this mm-hmm. you know so but sometimes there's a difference like you you had a bad habit before of getting so loud that you couldn't even allow yourself mm, yeah. to hear anything that I was saying. So Right, right. Yeah, and my therapist taught me this, that um, the loudest in the room loses. Mm-hmm. You know, I said this on another episode, and it's so true. Not only do I lose, but then you don't stand a chance with me because Mm-mm. I can't even hear what you're saying. I can't even hear what's in my head, yeah. let alone hear what someone else is trying to put into my head. Mm-hmm. So I definitely have learned that there's a way to deliver my message mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not through yeah. who can get louder. But I mean, that's how I was raised. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, the loudest in my household won yeah. all the time. But when I say won, I mean, because the other person just shut down and I took that as, Ooh, that person won the fight. Mm-hmm. That person won the argument because the other person's done. That's not winning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's actually losing. You know, what's funny is, <laughs> you know, when we would have something like that happen and mm-hmm. I would just shut down and stay quiet. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. And then the next day or however many days later, I would try to talk to you about it because I'm like, okay, maybe he's now in a place to receive oh, what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> and you're like, 
we already talked about this. And I'm like, you talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> and you said what you needed to say, but now I need, to, you're like, well, you didn't say anything. So I thought you agreed with me. So why are we still talking about it? And I'm like, mm-hmm. it does not work like that. Just because I said, said that I understand you does not mean that I agree with you. Yeah. I just understand your perspective. So yep. now I need you to understand my perspective. Sure. Yeah. And that was a challenging thing for you because you did not understand. You're like, if, if you understand me, then why are we still here? What's there to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> I hated that. I was like, there was a point where that was probably the most frustrating to me because I, I, not, it was just so challenging because I'm yeah. like either, because, you know, I was, I was at a point where I was like, I see, I know he's smart. Mm-hmm. I know he, he has it in him. And there's something that was blocking you from, mm-hmm. from just evolving onto the level that I needed you to be on. And I'm like, either I have to have a lot of patience because I know that he's going to get here mm-hmm. or I'm going to take a huge risk. And this man is never going to get here. Yeah. And there was a gap for so long where I was mm-hmm. on this level, you were on this level. And I'm like, come on, Justin, I know you have it in you. Just come on. Um, can I tell you why I knew <laughs> Why? Tell me. <laughs> that, you know, I needed to make these changes and all that. I became aware mm-hmm. and not so much aware that I needed to make the change. I became aware of the common denominator as to why it wasn't working with anyone else. Mm -hmm. And that was, oh, so you mean to tell me that if, if it's not my way or the highway, that's not okay with you? Mm -hmm. Oh, you mean to tell me that like once I just go off on a rant as to Mm -hmm. why I think this is the way to do it? You know, so I was just like, oh, like there are, I remember the Mm -hmm. moment you and I had a disagreement and I remember when you were kind of like, hey, it's no. it's my turn to, you know, talk now. It's my my turn to give you my perspective. And I swear to you, I, I remember looking at you as if you had like four heads. And I was like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. And you were like, it's my turn to tell yeah. you how I feel. And I, and I said, um, <laughs> I, I remember that. I said, I... When, once I heard you out, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, we're having two different experiences. <laughs> And I'm like, this makes sense why he feels the way he feels. And I was like, I, now that I've heard you out, Mm -hmm. I get why you're feeling how you feel and you have your feelings are valid and you have Mm -hmm. every right to feel how you feel. But where I was coming from and you're like, what do you mean where you were coming from? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I, and and I'm really, I'm really sorry to say this, but what I wholeheartedly meant when I said, what do you mean where you're coming from? I was like, why does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just back then. Thank God we can laugh about yeah. this now. But there's a lot of people out there who aren't laughing, and they're like, "This is me. This is who I am, or this is the guy that I'm with." Yeah. Um. So in all seriousness, like, I remember thinking, like, "What does it matter?" Because my mm-hmm. way is the correct way. Mm-hmm. What? Just see what I see, and we're gonna be fine. That's mm-hmm. how I felt back then. Yeah. And until I became aware that that's not happy marriage life but it's it's not even in i don't want people to think that just because you come become aware of something the chain like it automatically like change it goes away because i think you have had that embedded in you for so long Mm -hmm. that even now when i when we come against a disagreement and stuff it it still takes you a minute to be like oh 
okay, we're having a different experience. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So let me like really try to open myself up. And, and now that's a challenge, like to really open yeah. your perspective up to mm-hmm. see somebody else's like point of view. Look, it's hard. I'll be honest. And I can kind of walk you through what goes on in my mind mm-hmm. when you and I are at a perfect example today, yeah. <laughs> you know, we were setting up and I try to keep some continuity and I wanted to be on the right side of people's screens. Yeah. And you're like, but I'd rather sit there. And I'm like, but it's continuity. And we were like going back and forth. And then I had to like turn the switch on in my head. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Justin, (laughs) we're having two different experiences on the same event. Mm -hmm. Pick your battles and just find the compromise. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I have to actively turn that switch on in my head, talk to myself internally well, that, to that's resolve what I'm saying. This. So it's not just awareness no, that you have yeah. to have. You have it's to have awareness and then you have to have the the drive almost to 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 put in that work. And that's the hardest part. That's where a lot of people check out. That's when I said when you asked me, when you take that walk to the mirror and you look in the mirror for a man, what does he tell himself? Like, mm-hmm. why would he want to? And I said, he has to want to. Mm-hmm. I want to make this work. Mm-hmm. I want to be the example to our kids that this is what a healthy, happy marriage is because mm-hmm. we didn't have that growing up. Yeah. So we're trying to break that that curse and that chain, but it's a day-by-day process, right? Mm-hmm. There's not like, you know, the the very black and white moment of like, Justin, all that you've worked for is mm-hmm. right here. What are you going to do? It doesn't work like that. It's like I'm setting up for a little home series and we're at a disagreement. It's this time too, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so what would you say for the people that get in relationships that then feel that, because there's some people that get to a point where they're aware or mm-hmm. whatever, but then they feel like it's too much work though. So like, wouldn't you say it's going to be work with like, no matter who you're with? Yeah. And that's, it's a good question. Um, and I, and I also want to add like, how do you know how much work to put in with somebody? Mm-hmm. Right. Like the boundaries behind it. Manage your expectations. Again, mm-hmm. it's like, it's not if, it's when we are going to get into disagreement. Now, mm-hmm. as you said earlier, you looked at me as like a healthy challenge. You mm-hmm. were like, okay, let me just assess the situation. If I work on myself and Justin works on himself, together, we can just build a whole empire, mm-hmm. right? As opposed to maybe you were like, if I work on myself, I have my part taken care of, but I just don't see Justin wanting to put the work in. He's mm-hmm. still stuck on like, are you coming to Chicago? Are you okay mm-hmm. with just having two kids? And you know, for the record, you want three, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So <laughs> it's like, are you okay with living under my rules? Like if you knew that, like you said earlier, you knew I was smart, you knew I had the potential, but mm-hmm. if you don't see that potential in me, if you don't see the want to be better, then at what point is it shame on you for mm-hmm. sticking around for too long? I showed you consistently that I was willing to put the work in at all cost, mm-hmm. no matter what. In a day or two, I would come correct. Mm-hmm. I'd come around and I'd be like, babe, I'm trying to get better. How do I learn? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I And d- what I think too, what also really like, like gave me so much hope with you is like, I, I saw you doing the work yeah. when no one was looking. I saw you doing it, not just when we ended a fight and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to try to do this and I'm going to try to do that. You were doing it consistently. Like yeah. you were really seeking all the levels that you needed, whether it was in friends, mm-hmm. trying to re restructure your group of friends, mm-hmm. um, reach out and have deep vulnerable conversations with yeah. your friends about certain things. Um, and, 
you were gathering all that you were ordering the right books Mm -hmm. like i saw you do all of that and i think that was like okay like that gave me that space to hold for you more than what i had initially and and that's what i mean by the consistent effort you know i just i knew i had to put it in so it was like for me again going back to your question of like how do you know if you should stay or you should go if you should continue to Mm -hmm. battle with this person you know you're going to have a feeling as mm-hmm. you did. You're going to, you're going to, your women's intuition, come on now. That is undeniable. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you, as my brother said, you know, he told me this a long time ago that if you don't know by now, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't know by now that this person is going Isn't to. Song? <laughs> I could hear music when oh. you say that. No. If you, if you don't know by now, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Never mind. Go ahead. Well, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, you know, it's like if you don't trust and believe that he or she's going to put that work in, mm-hmm. that he or she's going to become aware, take that hard walk to the mirror mm-hmm. and don't run from that mirror. Look at it. Come back to it every single day. And it's not go back to it every single day until you check all the boxes because mm-hmm. you're always going to be checking boxes. Again, mm-hmm. as I said earlier, like, just because we're married now and I found my partner, it doesn't mean like I don't have to read anymore. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I, have to, I don't have to listen to podcasts no. anymore. It doesn't mean I don't have to talk to my friends to get better. I'm always going to try to get better. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to try to be the husband and the man that you deserve. There's there's probably a lot of girls that have been in relationships where they went through that experience and then they watched their significant other move on into another relationship and mm-hmm. then that relationship ended up working out and that's the relationship that he changed for. Right. Like how do you give those women the closure? Yeah. Well, like I said, it's it's not them. Mm-hmm. It, it's not them. Like women, you guys have to understand, men too, right? Let's not single out, but you guys have to understand that people come into your life for mm-hmm. a reason. Some people are seasonal. Some mm-hmm. people are for a lifetime. Yeah. And the seasonal ones, you can't take it personal. Mm-hmm. You you can't think you were the problem mm-hmm. the entire time. You may have been a problem some of the time, mm-hmm. but you weren't the the problem. Like mm-hmm. he was gaslighting you or manipulating you or she was playing mind games with you and saying you're the problem this entire mm-hmm. That's not the truth. They are yeah. projecting what they have dealt with in their past onto you. You are a distraction. Instead of them fixing themselves, they were trying to fix you. They were trying mm-hmm. to point the finger at you. Mm-hmm. And so I would tell them to not take it personal. There was something in the new woman or the new man that they could bring out of your mm-hmm. ex. Same thing for us. Yeah. There was something that you embodied that you brought out the very mm-hmm. best of me. And even if you brought it out of me and I tried to take it back because I was scared to be vulnerable yeah. and transparent, you were just like, no, come on, you're, you're right here. You got mm-hmm. it. So, And I had that trust that I could confide in mm-hmm. you. I had that trust that I could be vulnerable and yeah. transparent with you. I couldn't be that way in the past because mm-hmm. I didn't trust them. I feel like for me, who I am today, if I actually would, if I became single again with who I am today, mm-hmm. there's a lot of my exes or guys that I dated in the past that I wouldn't have even today give the time of day just because of who I am now Same. and before it was more of a void whether it was a void I was trying to fill or Mm -hmm. time or Mm -hmm. just you know my own selfish reasons of you know keeping that person around or being in that relationship yeah totally um but now that I'm who I am today I just I don't even know if half those people would get that time that's a very good point and Mm -hmm. I'll kind of echo that I'll steal that a little bit because that's that's actually an answer I would give as well um you know, the the person that I am today 
there are a lot of exes that I would not have had as mm-hmm. a girlfriend. Um, you know, and then you like think a, you were trying to fill a void. Well, or were um, you trying to fill a piece to your puzzle? No, I was trying to distract myself mm-hmm. from working on myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are in those kind of relationships where it's such if your partner is like nitpicking or always pointing the finger at you or putting the spotlight on you, like mm-hmm. just be aware of this simple thing. They may just be hiding from themselves. Mm-hmm. They may wow. just be distracting really instead of walking to the mirror themselves. Mm-hmm. They're walking you to the mirror. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, you fix you because mm-hmm. we said you need to fix you, right? Yeah. And that person's like, yeah, you're right. And the other person's walking back like, I don't have to do me. Yeah. You know, so it's tough. You know, the truth hurts sometimes. Yeah. I, like this is probably hard for a lot of people to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, we are able to sit here today to talk about this because we've done the hard looks mm-hmm. in the mirror. We've, we continue to do the hard looks in the mirror and the work. Yeah. I think it's easy to, when you come out of a relationship to just come out pointing the finger at that person. And I think yeah. that, which hear, I did. Yeah. That's what I was going to say to hear everything you're saying now to going back to when we first started getting to know each other. That mm-hmm. was one thing that bothered me about yeah, you yeah. because I was on that level of awareness and stuff that I'm like, you said so much like negative stuff about your ex mm-hmm. and, and, and then you would also follow up by saying, you know, I, I don't fear commitment. I fear wasting my time. Yeah. And I, and I, for me, I, I feel like you can never waste your time because mm-hmm. sometimes the worst relationships or the most challenging relationships will help you grow the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that, so do you really waste your time if you're actually allowing yourself that growth? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, wasting time, I would now not say that mm-hmm. uh, as I did in the past. Like you said, I wouldn't say wasting my time. What I would say is I think you're limiting yourself mm-hmm. to what else is out there. That that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of how I would say it. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes you stay in something longer than it needs to be, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think you're limiting yourself and you're blocking your blessings. You're blocking your future partner. Mm-hmm. You're blocking your future you know, dream job. Mm-hmm. You're blocking your future. I finally have that relationship with my mother or my yeah. friend or whatever it is. You know what I mean? So nothing is a, now in hindsight, I realize that nothing is a waste of time. Mm-hmm. It's all a lesson. And thank God. And here's, this is going to be crazy for you to hear this. As you said before, I used to have nothing but negative things to say about my ex. Mm-hmm. Thank God. I went through what I went through mm-hmm. with her yeah. because I wouldn't be sitting on this couch in this house with <laughs> yeah. you. I, I wouldn't, I know that I would not be. And that makes me feel so good to hear you say that because yeah. I think there's always, number one, there's always two sides to a story. For and sure. I think that you, as you admit now, you were never, you never gave her the best version of yourself. And, yeah. and, um, that that probably created a lot of insecurities for her mm-hmm. in that relationship and yeah. even something that she could possibly be carrying into sure. you know her next relationship and sure. i think that it's important for her to um to have that closure in a sense and yeah. and, and yeah. to know that that you know cuz you manipulated her in a lot of ways yeah. and yeah. and that's that's hard for a girl to get past it. so totally, i think yeah. that yeah. when i always say um in the end, it will always make sense why nothing else ever worked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So maybe that kind of sums up the episode. I think <laughs> like that. That's really good. Yeah, you know? I mean, we can go on and on about yeah. diving into other aspects of yeah. our relationship. And yeah, but there's plenty more to come. Like mm-hmm. this is going to be a regular thing for you guys. Um, yeah. 
if you're listening or watching, just know like this is this is the start of many. What'd you call it on the couch? Home series. Home series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Home series on the couch. Uh, it's gonna With be our yeah. dog. He's alive, by the way. If you're watching, <laughs> our dog is alive. He's just chilled out right now. Um, yeah. And the garbage was supposed to be Tuesdays. Today's Thursday. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. It's just this is just what happened. So. Um, I do want to end with, and maybe we do this with our home series. Okay. This is like off script, but I think something just to leave everybody with, you know, like kind of a take home from the home series. Take home. From you like that? Series. Like little homework or just <laughs> no. take home. Take well, homework Some JD or. JD gems. But yeah, all, all the above, right? Davis gems. Yeah. Okay, so go. You want me to go first? <laughs> um, I think the homework assignment is. And this is, again, about how you know your person's the one. For me personally, I knew Shay was worth fighting for and fighting with. And my homework assignment to you, I guess, would be ask yourself that question. Especially the guys, because I know how it is, guys. Like, is she, if I'm going to be with one girl for the rest of my life, she better be worth it kind of thing. Like, I don't even know how that's, does that sound bad? Does that sound messed? I don't know. It's the truth. It, that's what I'm going to say. It is the truth. I, I, and I'm not saying every guy thinks like me, but... From a male's perspective, that's how I'm feeling. If I'm a, she better be worth it. You know what I'm saying? So I would just ask yourself that question. Mm -hmm. Is this person worth it? It's not if, it's when something's going to happen. Do you think that you guys are going to be able to cross that road together as you mm -hmm. used the metaphor earlier on? That's one homework assignment. The other homework assignment is, and I would challenge the guys especially to do this. Are you being consistent with the work that everyone knows, including yourself, that you need to be doing? Mm-hmm ask yourself that question take that hard look in the mirror can i be better mm -hmm. are there things that i can do to not only better myself but then better my relationship and better other relationships mm -hmm. like you have to ask yourself that question every now and then where it's easy to just go through the motions in life you know every now and then you got to do a hard check-in yeah. so those are kind of my homework assignments yeah i think too i would i would suggest like digging deep in into yourself and creating awareness and thinking back on the last like few relationships that someone's had and just really think at when you were put at that crossroad, yeah. did you give up because of the work that it entailed yeah. to move forward? Or mm -hmm. did you give up because you had real reasons to, to, you know, you guys were just for whatever reason, just not, um, seeing eye to eye or, mm -hmm. or aligning with one another in the mm -hmm. ways that you needed to, to move forward. I think yeah. thinking back onto those relationships and, and figuring out why did I walk away from this? Was mm -hmm. it because it's too much work mm -hmm. and really digging deep into yourself in that moment and figuring out how in the next relationship you could challenge yourself a little bit more to, to do the work because at the end of the day, it's going to benefit you, whether totally. that person deserves that work you deserve that work exactly and you know you can you're capable of doing the work mm -hmm. that's something that might that's so good love that you said that my therapist uh, i remember where i was february 2017 i was <laughs> in my car at the dry cleaner and he used to always say like you're always one foot in and mm -hmm. one foot out of the door why mm -hmm. and i said because i'm i'm scared to waste my time that's back mm -hmm. to the time thing right and he said but you're never gonna know if it's quote unquote a waste of time unless you give mm -hmm. it your all and i was like oh, the wow, huh, that makes perfect sense, mm -hmm. you know? So he taught me that is a win-win scenario. Mm -hmm. And you, you, you will never have to worry about having regret. Exactly. Oh, well said, honey. <laughs> okay, um, 
Lastly, 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 I would like to ask you, and please ask me. Me or? I'm going to ask you. I'm, oh. yeah, no, you and I, this, this is for us. <laughs> um, you know, because I was thinking about the homework assignment thing and I was like, wait a second, like I need to ask myself that question. Like, how can I be better? So I'm asking you as my wife, how can I be better as a husband today? Are there things that you've been kind of feeling like, you know, he used to do that, doesn't do it anymore? Or are there things that you're like, I really hope he continues to improve in this category? Is there anything that you would like me to work on? Because this is going to hold me accountable. All these people are watching and listening. <laughs> uh, and I'm so not good with thinking of stuff like that on the spot. Like, I need some time. I need I need to process that. Um, okay. I don't know. I can tell you what I'd like oh, you to I'm work sure on. I'm sure you can. <laughs> <laughs> Give yourself some time to think. Go ahead. I think the the main thing is listen to understand instead of listening to reply, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think knowing your childhood and your upbringing and and your past relationships, I know how it is that independent. I call you uh, independent Shay. There she goes again. You know, I'm not Mm -hmm. even here, you know, so um, just try to listen to understand more, you know, so I think that's a pretty universal one. I think everybody naturally listens to defend and Mm -hmm. and and justify over explain over explain (laughs) all of that and i think that that's something that just you could work on i could work on everybody could work on because um Mm -hmm. i think it's important yeah yeah i think the best thing that works for us i think and probably for a lot of people if take a moment when somebody when you're feeling attacked when you're feeling challenged take a moment to mm-hmm. regroup your thoughts yeah. because naturally we want to go into survival mode, whatever that mm-hmm. means, whether mm-hmm. it's like to defend ourselves or justify our actions. Yeah. Um, I think taking a moment is really important, whether it's you go for a walk, you step out, you go to the other bedroom. <laughs> you know, and for me taking a moment, what that means to me is, is like reminding myself mm-hmm. who I'm with. Mm-hmm. You're not just some girlfriend. Yeah. You're not just some girl I'm dating. Like you're yeah. my wife. Mm-hmm. I need to remind myself sometimes of who I'm having mm-hmm. a disagreement with mm-hmm. and what's not just best for my little relationship, what's best for my marriage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's that for me is definitely like I got Jay-Z says sometimes you got to remind these fools mm-hmm. who they're messing with. I'll and use honor, PG. Your, honor your, fe- your partner's feelings as yeah. much as you honor your own feelings, because yeah. I think that a lot of times we get stuck in our own feelings that mm-hmm. we forget to to honor our partner's feelings and whether we agree with their feelings or not, or if it's something that would make us feel the way that they're feeling, the point is they're feeling how they're feeling. And I think it's just so important to honor their feelings and, Mm -hmm. and try to come to a resolution off of that. Yeah. And a a compromise off of that. And not just be like, you're crazy for thinking that way, you know? Yeah. And 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 also like, you can't argue with how someone feels. That's how they feel that's like rhetorical you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying like we talked about this early on the episode how you know you were saying what seemed so big to me in my Mm -hmm. life in my childhood you were like word Mm -hmm. like can i tell you what i consider a big thing (laughs) you know so but that doesn't negate or dismiss Mm -hmm. that it is still a big thing for me and Mm -hmm. it's still a big thing for you or a little thing for you there's a lot of times where i'm like what like babe this is nothing our life's never gonna get easier than this all we have is our little Mm four-legged son here (laughs) this is nothing yeah like wait till we have kids running around here like that's i think i think there's a difference too to whether you're because obviously you never want to dismiss your partner's feelings right whether you can try to help them refocus their feelings Mm. 
that's that's the difference because you know as much as I you know tell you what you went through as your childhood like mm-hmm. I don't want to dismiss those feelings but maybe let me highlight the positive things right that that just to help you broaden your focus and not only focus in because it's, mm-hmm. it's you know when it's we naturally want to focus on the negative things as mm-hmm. sad as that is mm-hmm. like when you walked away from your last relationships it mm-hmm. was easy to just remind yourself of all the negative yeah. things yeah. as to why that person wasn't the one mm-hmm. but i think um or just growing up in our childhood you know focusing mm-hmm. on the negative things um i think it's just like for me if i could help my partner fo- mm-hmm. like not dismiss his feelings but right, just right, right. help him focus on mm-hmm. like a broader range of things so i think you just answered my question you, I asked you, how can I be better as a husband? And okay. you answered. And I'm, oh, good. And I, I have to do a better <laughs> job at that. Mm-hmm. I do. I have to do a better job of uplifting you, mm-hmm. of being sensitive to your sensitivities, mm-hmm. of being more understanding of mm-hmm. what you are going through. I think it's little sometimes when you're mm-hmm. complaining about things. I'm like, and vice versa. what yeah. is the problem, man? Like, exactly. I could do this in my sleep. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. that doesn't help you. That does not a solution. Mm-hmm. So I need to either help you see how to solve this in your sleep or listen to get mm-hmm. let you vent it out. You know what I'm saying? Without passing judgment or without just dismissing and be like, mm-hmm. really, that's it? So I think you answered Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you can give more. No, but that's great. I definitely feel that I can definitely improve in that department. Mm-hmm. So I will work on that um, for sure. Anything else I need to? Because no. you're making it seem like I'm just the best thing since sliced bread. No, I, I think that's <laughs> that would be the perfect thing for you to work on is okay. um, sometimes I think you get so, especially when you're already have your mind made up on, on something in yeah. a negative way, whether it's work, whether it's... Um, whether it's a friend or your family member or whatever you, you, you tunnel in so much on just like the negative part of Mm -hmm. them or thing. And you, you, you lose sight of like what to really be grateful for. for. Yeah. I would definitely work on that for sure. (laughs) And, uh, I think I'm sure what's going to happen is we're going to stop the cameras. And you're going to have a whole list of things for me to work yeah. on, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have it in the next episode. And maybe, maybe yeah. we end every episode with us in our home series mm-hmm. on the couch of just, you know, how can I be better? How can yeah. you be better? You know, how can our marriage be better? So mm-hmm. um, this was a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, I really, you know, I'm, I'm a lot of people don't know this, but I filmed like, 10 episodes I think before I launched my first one mm-hmm. um, it's like my perfectionism um, uh, imposter syndrome thing happening but <laughs> um, my point is is that I feel so much more comfortable throughout each episode and obviously mm-hmm. I feel comfortable with you we're in our house it's different but something was telling me to make sure you and I do some kind of series yeah. on this show because well, we, we also get questions we get questions all, all the, the time all the time and I'm like <laughs> I definitely respond to all of them. I know you do too, but I'm like, how can we try to take advantage of a mass amount of people in one setting? You know what I mean? So this is going to help out a lot of people. I think too, it's important for people to see that it's not always a cookie cutter oh, relationship. And, exactly. and there's so many, I, I wouldn't want people to, you know, see our relationship from afar and be mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, why don't I have that? Exactly. And, and I rather them really know what it took to have it and, and the constant work and challenges yeah. that we've come, yeah. you know, to face to for get sure. to where we are. Yeah. That's very important for me. That's why we're not in the studio. Yeah. And that's why we're at home because I was like, I'm yeah. just really trying to get people to understand. Like, I know everyone thinks a relationship in marriage is so perfect. Yeah. And I'm like, 
what? It, not that it couldn't be farther from that, but it's mm-hmm. not perfect. You know, we, we mm-hmm. do go through some ups and downs, and that's what we're going to be talking about here yeah. throughout this series. So plenty more to come. And you know what I'm going to do for you, babe? Oh, I'm going to get a shirt made oh. with your towel dropping photo yeah, on it. Well, come on, man. <laughs> Out of my 15-year modeling career, you're going to pick that photo. But yeah, this is, uh, this is Shay. If and then wa- I'm going to put on the back, he is my husband. Yeah. You got to tell people why that's... Well, I said earlier, I said, I saw that photo and I was like, that is not my husband. But tell them what my contact info was in your phone. For the longest, it would it was constantly evolving. Like it was just not my husband. And mm-hmm. then it was just maybe my husband, mm-hmm. just quite possibly. And then just going to... I can't remember what I did what when we now? were engaged. Just my husband. Damn. So there you are. Well, anyways, for everyone watching, I know you guys can see the shirt. If you're listening, <laughs> go to the YouTube page and you can see what I'm wearing. Uh, it's a shirt yeah. with Shay on it. I have um, someone on my shirt, just not you. Just oh yeah, me. shout out to your shirt. Let's get real quick. Um, this is from Anna. I'm gonna I'm gonna put her uh, her info in here. She makes these super dope T-shirts. That's so Tupac. Soft. I have my shirt as well. We were going to wear it together, but we were like, maybe for the home series, the first first one. (laughs) I was like, can we not be twins? (laughs) People are really going to hate us. So I was like, switch it up a little bit. But shout out to Anna and um, these super dope tie-dye t-shirts. There's plenty that she makes that are super cool. So I'll put it. They're very soft too. I love them. Yeah. So, and they're unisex, obviously, because again, I have it too. So I'll link her stuff. Um, Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're listening, this this is one of very many. And also, if this was relatable to you guys. Please let us know how and why. Let us know if you'd like to hear anything else or any other Mm -hmm. topics you want us to discuss. And if this wasn't really relatable to you in any kind of way, but maybe you know someone that it was, please share it with them. I mean, this this is the the point of this is just helping people, whether it's you or someone that you know. So Mm -hmm. um this is us signing off. (laughs) Honey, I love you. I I thank you. This is our show, babe. I mean okay. Thanks for having me. It's both. Um, I appreciate you. I actually learned a little bit today. Really? Yeah, I le- love that. learned a little bit. So um, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for you, and uh, I'm excited for everyone to to see and get to know what I have seen and known now mm-hmm. for three plus years. So um, get used to <laughs> talking in front of the cameras and on the mic. So how often are we doing this? Uh, we'll see. Anyways, <laughs> thanks guys for joining. <laughs>